on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Jack Eichel is finally traded. Hallelujah. Oh, wait. Not to the Anaheim Ducks. Oh, well, what does that mean for the rest of the division? And could the Ducks have made a move? We'll talk about it on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Well, thank God it's Friday, everyone. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for well over a decade. A reminder, this podcast is free and available across all platforms. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD or follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. So yesterday was Goals Thursday, and I was going to talk about the Jack Eichel trade, but I recorded the podcast Wednesday night before we found out about Jack Eichel. So that's kind of unfortunate. But the news went down Thursday early afternoon that Jack Eichel was traded from the Buffalo Sabres to the Vegas Golden Knights. He is not coming to Anaheim after all the rumors, all the potential is this going to happen? Is it going to be this prospect or that prospect? What pick? Which Ducks player? Will it be McTavish? M- maybe Drysdale? Will it be Comtois? Will it be? Nope, nope, that's done. That's over with. The Ducks stand pat yet again. <sighs> this one is both tough and a relief. It's a relief that this is finally over with and we can move on with the rest of our lives and not have to worry about Jack Eichel. Oh, wait, we have to worry about it? Wait, what? We have to face him four times a year? We still have to worry about him? Oh, God. I guess we still have to worry about Jack Eichel four times a season. Yippee skippy. Well, here are the exact details of the trade. First, we're going to talk about the trade. This segment, we're also going to talk about whether the Ducks could have made a move or not. But here's the deal that went down. Officially, Jack Eichel and a conditional pick is acquired from the Buffalo Sabres in exchange for Alex Tuck, Peyton Krebs, and two conditional picks. That is the exact trade. And the exactitudes of this trade is Jack Eichel gets traded to Vegas and they also get a conditional third round pick. Okay. Oh, the best part. For Vegas, or I guess the worst part for Vegas, no salary is retained by Buffalo in this deal. What did Buffalo get back? Well, they got back a couple of pretty decent players. They got Peyton Krebs, who's currently with the Henderson Silver Knights. So, hey, the San Diego Goals don't have to worry about Peyton Krebs anymore. Yay. And Buffalo also got Alex Tuck and two conditional draft picks. It's going to be a future first-round draft pick and a future second-rounder. So once again, Vegas gets Eichel and a future third. Buffalo gets Peyton Krebs, Alex Tuck, a future first and a future second. But those are conditional picks. Here are the conditions. If Vegas's first-round pick in 2022 is not a top-10 selection, the Sabres will get a 2022 first-rounder and a 2023 second rounder, with Vegas getting a 2023 third rounder. But, if Vegas' first round pick in 2022 is a top 10 selection, Vegas keeps the pick. 
Buffalo gets a 2023 first rounder and a 2024 second rounder with the Golden Knights getting a 2024 third rounder. So those are the conditions of the draft picks. It all depends on if Vegas' first round pick is or is not a top 10 selection. This is a pretty good haul for Buffalo. Buffalo gets a first and a second. And Peyton Krebs, who's pretty decent. I suspect Peyton Krebs will play right up with the Buffalo Sabres because who else does Buffalo have right now? And Alex Tuck is a pretty decent piece. I mean, Vegas is getting rid of a pretty good player. So that's what Buffalo gets back. But Vegas gets back Jack Eichel, and he is a generational type player. And the rumor is that Jack Eichel will get artificial disc replacement surgery as soon as today. It could happen today where he begins the process of replacing that disc in his neck. This is a tricky surgery. I've talked about this surgery in the recent past. It's tough. Nowhere in the NHL has a player had artificial disc replacement surgery. Players usually get a fusion surgery, which is okay, but that does limit movement. And it's a fusion surgery. It limits mobility. And it will also affect mobility for the rest of a player's life. This one is a fairly new surgery and plenty of athletes have gotten this surgery and have had great careers in their sports, but none of those are high contact sports. So the jury is still out on this. But if Jack Eichel can completely recover and be the player that he was, then Vegas got a steal. It just really all depends on the surgery and how that goes. And Jack Eichel wants to get this surgery done very quickly so he could possibly, possibly still have a chance to represent Team USA in this year's Olympics taking place in Beijing. As far as the Ducks, could a deal have been done? Yeah, it it could have been done. I mean, there was the rumor that Buffalo was going to ask for either... Either Jamie Drysdale, no, or Trevor Zegris. Uh, Heck no. Uh, No, no. I could not see the Ducks giving up either Trevor Zegris nor Jamie Drysdale. However, the Ducks were a little more comfortable giving up someone like a Mason McTavish or a Max Comtois or possibly a Troy Terry. Troy Terry was one of those names rumored before the season started. Boy, Ducks fans, aren't you glad that they did not get rid of Troy Terry after all that? Whew, boy, they dodged a bullet there. But there was an article that came out recently from John Vogel and Eric Stevens, a great, great writer, Eric Stevens, who pointed out that the Ducks were going to be unwilling to trade Trevor Zegras because the point would have been to pair Eichel with Zegris as your top two centers. But the Ducks were not going to trade Zegris for Eichel. And I like this quote. That's been made plain and clear. And I'm sure that's been made plain and clear to Kevin Adams several times. The idea is to be able to put someone like Jack with Trevor, not to trade Trevor for him. I don't blame Sabres fans for wanting Zegris. And I don't blame Kevin for asking for that. 
you should at least make the ask. Now, if you get turned down, then you have to evolve and find a deal that works. Obviously, we're stuck in this limbo process, end quote. That was last week. We were starting to hear that there was going to be some kind of package. Uh, Mason McTavish was one of those names that was rumored to be on the trading block. Of course, he got injured recently, and he was, at the time, about to start his conditioning stint with San Diego. Maybe that recent injury had a little bit to do with it. Okay, fine. The Ducks were also willing to give up Ricard Raquel. Oh, Raquel just got injured. He's out week to week. Oh boy, okay. So Raquel's out. So what's it going to take? Max Comtois. Isn't Max Comtois struggling now? Yeah. So I would say the fact that those three guys are either injured or have been struggling, that might have to do a little bit with why Buffalo said, nah, you know what, we're going to ask for someone else or a little bit more. They were going to ask for Troy Terry. They were going to ask for Jamie Drysdale. The Ducks were unwilling to give up anyone of that stature. And the first round pick this season would have been a high one because as Stevens points out repeatedly, the Ducks are rebuilding. They are still not expected to make the playoffs this season. And in a deep draft for 2022, you want to keep that first round pick. So could the Ducks have made the move? Possibly, but they probably would have given up way too much. All right, we're going to head into the first intermission, but first, let's talk about Built Bar. And Thanksgiving is coming. I love the Thanksgiving holiday. But did you know that a slice of pie can go upwards of three to 400 calories? So how about a tasty treat that is good for you and tastes like a candy bar? How about Built Bar? On average, they're about 130 to 140 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and packed with about 17 grams of protein. They are delicious. They are good for you. They have several fantastic flavors, including cookies and cream. One of my favorites, cookie dough, among others. If you want to try it for yourself, go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar. The best tasting protein bar ever. Please eat responsibly, folks. All right, coming up after the first intermission, we're going to talk about how this trade affects the rest of the Pacific Division. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez as we are still talking about the Jack Eichel trade. In case you missed it, Jack Eichel dealt to the Vegas Golden Knights. And as I was going to allude to in the previous portion of this podcast, could the Ducks have made this work? Well, at least monetarily, the Ducks could have made this work because Jack Eichel has that $10 million price tag. But the Ducks have a lot of cap space. They still have a lot of cap space about $13 million in cap space as of right now. They could have they could have taken Jack Eichel and could have taken pretty much the entirety of the contract. So the Ducks had it. Vegas, not so much. They're going to have to figure out what to do monetarily with Jack Eichel. That's going to be the big question mark. 
But what is not a question mark is how good Jack Eichel makes the rest of the Vegas Golden Knights. They've got two top lines immediately. Imagine this as your top six players. Your first two lines. Top six players. Jonathan Marchessault. Riley Smith. Then you have Wild Bill. William Carlson. Mark Stone. Max Pacioretty. And Jack Eichel. Imagine that being your top two lines. You have Eichel at center. Then you have Wild Bill at center. Two fantastic centers already. Then on the wings, you have Mark Stone, Max Pacioretty, Jonathan Marcheseau, and Riley Smith. If you're the Vegas Golden Knights, that's an embarrassment of riches. It really is. And of course, you have some great center depth. You have Chandler Stevenson, who's doing pretty well. And you have Nicholas Waugh. The Vegas Golden Knights did pick up Mike Amadio in, I guess, waivers recently. So Amadio might go back down to Henderson probably around March or so when Eichel does come back. But the other depth that they have, they got some good depth pieces. Nicholas Waugh. They have Carrier. They have Dadunov. They have Keegan Kolasar. They got Matthias Janmark. They got some great players. And other guys that are on injured reserve. You still have Patrick Nolan who's injured. You have, as far as defense, Zach Whitecloud. He's still hurt. Oh yeah, they have defense too, by the way. They have some guy by the name of, oh, I don't know, Alex Petrangelo. You have Alec Martinez, Shea Theodore, Braden McNabb. This is an embarrassment of riches. It really is. And Jack Eichel all of a sudden becomes the highest paid player on that Vegas Golden Knights roster. So they're going to have to figure out how to make the money work and who they're going to have to bring up and bring down. But they're still going to be a team that makes it work. And if you are the rest of the Pacific Division, you are worried. I mentioned those top six guys. They're going to be around for a while. That's what's scary about this team. Is they're going to be around. They're going to be in it for the long haul. And as far as who's coming and who's going, all those guys that I mentioned, they're still going to stick around except for Riley Smith. Riley Smith is going to be a free agent after the season. But William Carlson, he's going to stick around for another five, six years. Marcia, so he's got another couple years. So he's still good. Riley Smith is a free agent, but that's about it. Then other guys on there. Jack Eichel, he'd be around for five seasons. Mark Stone, he'd be around for six or seven seasons. Max Pacioretty, he'll be around for a couple seasons. This team is going to be very strong next year. And that is going to be the big worry for the rest of the Pacific Division. I don't see how the Ducks are not worried about this. They should have... I mean, the rest of the Pacific should be worried. All of a sudden, Vegas catapults themselves right towards the top of the division once again. I know right now it is Edmonton and it's all about Edmonton like I predicted. But you have Calgary who's still pretty decent. You have the Kings, which are up and coming. San Jose is there too. Vancouver, they're surprising. They might surprise you. And Seattle, you never know. 
So should Anaheim be focused on making the playoffs this season? Uh, probably not. Should they be focused on making the playoffs the following season? Uh, who knows? I mean, these young guys for Anaheim are still developing, and they have to put up with both Edmonton and Vegas in their division right now. Oh, boy. It, it's a two-team race in the Pacific, and it's it's those two teams. Absolutely. Vegas set themselves up to try to be successful and be in a playoff spot for the next four or five seasons. And they'll continue their streak of making playoff appearances. That's what it looks like right now. By the way, here are some stats for Jack Eichel because I haven't mentioned them yet. Jack Eichel spent six seasons with the Buffalo Sabres. He played 375 games and had 355 points. This is a points-per-game guy. He's that good. 139 goals, 216 assists, 355 points in 375 games. You want instant offense? There it is. Vegas just got more instant offense. If you could combine Jack Eichel with the Corsi King, Jonathan Marcheseau, that would be a terrific line for Vegas to have. And immediately, I could see him averaging at least 0.8 points per game. He could wind up with maybe 20, 25 points this season in about 20 to 25 games. That just depends on if Eichel comes back perfectly fine. But the following season, he'll be 25, 26 years old. He will essentially be in the prime of his career. So... We'll just see how this trade works out. All right, uh, we're going to go to the second intermission. But first, let's talk about the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust, betonline.ag. Football still going on. We had Scorigami Thursday night. So we have football. We have the NBA. And, of course, the NHL. If you want to place a bet on your favorite hockey team, like the Ducks, who are on a roll right now, then head over to betonline.ag, use promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that is betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly, folks. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And thanks for making Locked On Anaheim Ducks your first listen of the day. So once again, thank you all so much. Thank you for the words. Thanks for the messages. They're always appreciated. All right, let's talk about... Oh, we have a game to preview. This will be a short preview. It's Friday. We're ready to get out of here. We're ready to go to the Ponza tonight or San Diego wherever you decide to go, wherever you decide to go. I mean, doesn't matter to me as long as you're out there watching hockey, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go out and watch some hockey tonight. So a little bit of preview of tonight's game between the Yotes and the Ducks. Um, the Coyotes, they, they, they suck. They just suck. They're in last place in the league. They have not won a game yet in 10 games. This feels like it might be a trap game for the Ducks. How embarrassing would it be if 
Arizona's first one of the season came at the hands of Anaheim. I don't see that happening. Nope, not going to happen tonight. Anaheim is in a bit of a roll right now. They've won two in a row. They're on their way to winning three in a row. Arizona right now, they're just in so much trouble. Their main goalie is Karel Vamelka. Okay, fine. Their other two goalies have a goals against a 5 and 7.76 respectively. That is Ivan Prozvatov and Carter Hutton. They're not scoring either. In fact, in 10 games, they've scored 13 goals. They're averaging 1.3 goals per game. Everything is not working. The power play, not so much. The penalty kill, not so much. Just nothing is working. As far as leading scorers, leading with three goals. Yes, three goals is Clayton Keller. Then you have Lawson Krause with two, Christian Fisher with two, and that's it. Those are the only three players that have scored more than one goal this season for the Coyotes. As far as your leading points, Shane Gothisbeer, the ghost, has five points. Clayton Keller with four. Kraus with four. Phil Kessel with four. Yeah, there's just not much scoring going on. Arizona is a dumpster fire within a dumpster fire. There's not a whole lot to preview about this game. Let's just face it. Arizona, they, they stink. They're terrible. They're 0-9-1. They've got one point in 10 games. One point. That's it. The Ducks, meanwhile, coming off of a impressive 4-0 victory over the New Jersey Devils. They are looking to continue their winning ways. But most importantly, this will be a night where Ryan Getzloff is honored. That's right. El Capitan who recently broke the franchise record for most points in a Ducks uniform. He will be honored before the game. And guess who also be there? Yep, Tamu Solani. He will be there. He'll probably say a few words. Him and Getz, will probably have a moment. Hey, don't forget, these guys were teammates for a few seasons. Oh, they won a Stanley Cup together in 2007. Yeah, people tend to forget that. Ryan Getzloff has already won a Stanley Cup. He's won in the Olympics. He won in juniors. His international accolades are terrific. But having that Stanley Cup as well, that's just got to be a great notch on his belt. So once again, that's going to be one of the big things. It's going to be the Ryan Getzloff ceremony taking place before the game but hey let's not make too big a deal about this because while we're celebrating that he's got 992 points right now we should really be focused on the big number 1000 points ryan getzloff is only eight points away from a thousand will he get a point against arizona i'm gonna say yes i will predict that ryan getzloff will have at least one point against Arizona and have a nice little point streak going. Same with Troy Terry, who is currently riding a nine-game point streak. Expect that streak to go up to double digits. A 10-game point streak would be fantastic for the young kid. And if his confidence isn't already up there, 
it sure as hell will be way up there if it gets to 10 after today tonight's game against the Coyotes. So, for those of you that want to check out some hockey, once again, if you're in San Diego, the goals are playing tonight at Pachanga Arena. If you want to check out the ceremony, head over to the Ponda. Once again, they are taking on the Arizona Coyotes. All right. That's how we're going to end the program today. That's how we're going to end the week. Thank you all for listening. It is very much appreciated. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at StimpyJD or follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. And thank you all for your listens. Don't forget that this program is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to drop me a line, you could email me. Oh, at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Once again, LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for making this your first listen. Don't forget to check out Locked on NHL. Make that your second listen of the day. And once again, thank you all. I appreciate each and every one of you that listen. Thank you so much. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great weekend. Please continue to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and ducks fly together. Fly together.